I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Hello, everyone. Coming to you live coast to coast. Thanks to uh, a number of stations across the country that are this program. Program directors should be praised. Yes, praise your program director for allowing the show to make the airwaves. It's awesome that they do that. TalkStreamLive.com should be praised for linking to those radio stations and bringing forward the show on the internet, making it one of the most listened to shows on the internet with 28 million streams. We come up looking like what number five, number four. So that's pretty darn good. We're number, we're not number one yet, but uh, we're getting there. So, uh, you know, 28 million streams and we are number five, maybe number four. It's kind of nice to hear that. Thank you so much for the support you give us at talkstreamlive.com. Also aftermath.fm. That's where you can hear the straight from the board sound of the show. It's raw. It's uncensored. And, of course, uh, I mean, what I mean by that is is that if there's, uh, you know, a number of things that, you know, don't make it to the air, sometimes it makes it even the background stuff. So you can listen to the background stuff as well as you're listening to Aftermath.fm. By the way, Aftermath.media is available. It is important that you subscribe to Aftermath.media. It helps the show out. We provide you with all kinds of great stuff. It's our own little digital playground. And tonight you're going to realize just how important something like Aftermath is dot media truly is so subscribe today aftermath.media that's aftermath.media as you all know um i always talk about how i'm a history guy and i always say on the show that you know the reason why i'm a history guy is because i failed history i did i failed uh it was called uh advanced placement history and i thought yeah i was a real smart guy when i was in high school and I wanted to start taking college classes because I wanted to get ahead of the game. I never went to college, so you know I don't know why I did that. But I just decided that I wanted to take some advanced college courses, and I did in history. And and I had a teacher uh, that was J.C. Smith, and it was Mr. Gad. And people remember these teachers because they were amazing teachers. But um, so I had these teachers that were basically drumming into my head how important history was. And for some reason, I wasn't performing for them the way they wanted me to because I I you know write essays and I do research and. I, I would do all kinds of cool things. I really had a a, a major interest in things like war. I'd like you know World War Two, World War One, uh, Korea, you know Vietnam, <clears throat> and um, so that was basically most of my knowledge of history is how you know these countries developed their you know their power and and how you know that, that was basically my gig. And of course, conspiracy history because my father was. You know, he was full of conspiracy theories that I used to laugh at and think they were crazy. And uh, like I always tell people, I said, this show is, an, is is my attempt to talk about the lies my father told me, that they're not lies, really. I mean, they were they were really smart, and now we're learning that they're true. But, um, yeah, history is my thing. Uh, I failed history, and I had a teacher who basically told me that if I was to write a thesis of some kind about history, and he liked it, he would raise my grades, and he did. He raised them to a B. Uh, because I actually put forth the effort and, you know, and that class was going to keep me from graduating. I had no idea. So there I was, you know, short credits for graduation thinking, how am I going to get my diploma? How am I going to get my, you know, my gown and my cap? I had to borrow my cap and gown from a friend of mine because he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to wear his. He just got it. And then he says, Hey, you can wear mine. Cause you didn't order one. Cause you know, they thought you weren't going to graduate from high school. I did. I, I basically worked my butt off and, uh, one of the things that Mr. Gad told me, he said, now, 
So you got to make a promise to me. I says, what's that? He says, you're going to be your whole life studying history. He says, your whole life, you're going to be writing things. You're going to write diaries. You're going to write uh, papers. You're going to be writing essays. And when you go to college, you're going to do the same thing. He says, you're going to keep writing every day about current events. You're going to write every day about history and you're going to use it and it's going to be to your benefit. And I'm thinking, what the hell am I going to do with that? How am I going to do that? Get into radio, of course. And then I do this radio show and I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I do is I'm like, I was blogging, you know, conspiracy history long before anyone knew what blogging was. I mean, that was back, what, 1995 and Ground Zero came along. And so as I look at history and, and, and as history unfolds, it, uh, it it's becoming quite clear that our interpretation of news events is based in a lot of ways, and I saw this on Facebook, I see this on Facebook all the time, a lot of interpretation of news events are based on quick glances at headlines. It's always about headlines. It's never delving into a story. It's like, oh, look at that headline. You know, That's why the New York Post is so uh, pre- uh, prevalent, because you can look at the New York Post, you get a headline, you know exactly what's going on, You know, because they write these clever headlines. The National Enquirer used to do that, too. And, of course, Weekly World News, which is all basically nonsense. But still, um, people take a quick glance at a newspaper. They take a quick glance at a magazine cover. Or uh, they watch a news program and get the lowdown, the talking points. But that news program is funded, owned, and or operated by a corporation that is a controlling political interest in what is being reported. And, of course, we know this because of Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. So it's... and so, you know, I try on my Facebook page to give the balanced view. I mean, CNBC, MSNBC and, and CNN and Fox and everything. People say, Fox News, blah, CNN, blah. Well, it's it's basically this type of journalism is the mainstream. And I give my views long before the mainstream even forms them. Like today, they were talking about how the Pfizer vaccine within two months will give you waning immunity. And I remember saying... Remember, they're going to talk about waning immunity. They're going to talk about how that the vaccine is not effective. And I said that. That's the next thing on their list. And then come the variants. And certainly, everything that I've talked about, uh, I've, I've basically said to you, this is what's going on. Um, and so, this tells me something. Either I am a prophet, which I highly doubt, or the media is highly lazy. And I think it's the latter, okay? Because, you know... This type of journalism that I'm talking about, this pack journalism, this is what you'd expect in a country where the press is no longer objective. It's usually, you know, this type of uh, news you get turns up in countries that are highly controlled, like state news. Okay, There's fake news that you heard through the Trump administration, but then again, you have state news or state-run operative news. Countries with state-run newspapers and state-run radio and TV stations, the state of the media has been declared dead by a lot of people. And... Uh, because, well, us old timers, we long for the days of real journalism. We're hunting for a blockbuster story was as stimulating as delivering it. Now those days are gone. They've long passed. And so a lot of people just don't understand that sometimes it takes more than a television show or a newspaper columnist to get the whole story. So while trying to keep pace with an ever-changing world, there's this point where Uh, we have difficulty keeping informed of what dangers are out there and what harm may be out there for our families, but what harm may be out there for ourselves. And so we develop a need for instant information or information or what do you want to call it? It's called infotainment. They call it information, instant information. So basically, a flip of the switch, 
gets us a news report. A Google search gives you information that, you know, you already know, right? You got to look it up. I already know this, but I want to look it up to make sure that I'm not stupid. And apparently, Facebook. Facebook gives us information meant to have us fight amongst each other. At least that's uh, according to a whistleblower, Francis Haugen. Francis Haugen, uh, who was a data scientist that appeared on 60 Minutes last Sunday. I finally watched the 60 Minutes report. I was kind of, I was more interested in Tony Bennett, actually. I wanted to figure out what's going on with, I mean, Tony Bennett's like, what, 95 years old. He's got Alzheimer's. Um, but when he sings, he his whole life changes. It was such a touching story. It's such a, you know, haunting and touching story. I, I found that more interesting than Francis Hagen, uh, who was a data scientist that appeared on 60 Minutes. And she was the, well, for some, you know, couple weeks, I guess, she was uh, leaking documents to the Wall Street Journal. They call her a whistleblower that was leaking documents to the Wall Street Journal. Basically, the story is that she was allegedly showing that Facebook is actually utilizing high unethical business practices. Again, like the Pandora Papers. Who knew? <laughs> it's like, you know, again, you know, I don't know what it is with the media. I don't know what it is with, uh, you know, what's going on here. But this these revelations, it's like when Ed Snowden said, well, you know what, the, the dragnet and the, and the net of the, the, of the, you know, surveillance and everything is so great. I go, okay, we knew this, right? But, you know, him coming out and saying it, I guess, jeopardized his life, okay? And 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 so, but I don't think that Miss Haugen is going to be jeopardizing, or her life is not going to be jeopardized at all. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying that, you know, this is something, again, like this Pandora paper stuff, even the UFO papers that I talked about, the uh, the revelations and stuff. They build it up. And they say, this is what we got. And you're like going, oh, so there's some logical explanations for those UFOs. Okay. Um, but what's this sentence here? We still leave the door open for unknowns. What does that mean? Well, um, you know, when, uh, aliens. What? Aliens. Oh, yeah. Aliens. I can't say aliens. I got a new, another name for those things. Not yet. Until we can come up with a name. Don't say the A word. Please don't say the A word. Okay. You know, it's kind of like that. It's like nothing to see here. We're NASA. Never a straight answer. Okay. Um, and so here we have Francis Haugen, data scientist, whistleblower, leaking documents to the Wall Street Journal, saying that, oh, Facebook is utilizing bad business practices. Oh, that's a shock. But the thing that's interesting is that coincidentally, or, or this is expected, I guess, depending on your cynicism or you know your conspiracy mind, Facebook suffered a massive outage on Monday. Now, I talked briefly about it. I didn't go into detail about it. I just said, because I had talked about breaking the bank, and I talked about the kill switch, and I talked about all that stuff saying that Cyber Polygon is messing with my banking. It's messing with, it could have the internet kill switch. They could shut down the internet anytime, and then, bam, we have Facebook shutting down. It's kind of like I thought, well, do I want to go into this? I told you so, but there's a lot more to this story that uh, I, I found uh, that uh, I certainly want to share with you tonight. I think it's very important that you hear it because of, well, this is about the future of the Internet. It's about the future of how we do our business on the Internet. It also affects us, uh, those of us who have our own little Internet playground, like Aftermath.media, and I'm going to talk about that too. 
503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. Francis Haugen, data scientist, appeared on 60 Minutes. Whistleblower saying that, you know, Facebook, you know, doesn't do good business practices. But we found out due to the fact they shut down, they do have an internet kill switch. We'll talk about that coming up on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. We'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.